The unqualified huddle is back for another episode of Playoff Football. You've got Sham, Simon, and yours truly, the host for today, Shan. How are we feeling, guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm good, buddy. Uh, looking forward to this weekend's action. Um, you know, what more can you say? It's exciting. It's the, it, it hopefully will be some better games than last week. That's all I can say about it. It's got to be better than last week. Last week, was, I don't think, was lived up to the entire season of the NFL. But yeah, hopefully back on track with actually competitive matchups this week. And speaking of back on track, I have to issue an apology for the first time ever. I have shocking, left shocking, down. shocking. I have done what Simon and Sham became accustomed of doing, and couldn't get the last put out on time, and and during playoffs no less. So I do apologise. Regardless, though, we have four very good games, and I do not say that lightly. Each of these games could go either way. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals against the Tennessee Titans. We've got the 49ers against the Packers, Rams and Bucks, and then the AFC showdown, the Bills and Chiefs. It's not just me, right? You guys agree that every single one of these games could go either way? I think there's potential to. Absolutely. I think there's some favourites in the games, though. Like, I you know, let, let's be honest. We'll talk about it more when we talk about game by game. But I, although they, you could see both teams win, there's some way you, you see it more one team than the other for sure. Fine then. Let, let's go start with in the AFC, Cincinnati Bengals and Tennessee Titans. The Bengals played the Raiders really close. Had some a bit, a bit of help from the officials, you can argue. Not even argue. They definitely did. They did. They did. <laughs> uh, the Tennessee Titans, smooth sailing. Got the number one seed, crucially. Um, and now, now they're face down in the first of our weekend's games, and they've got Derek Henry back. This Tennessee Titans, team, the king has returned. This Tennessee Titans seems probably the most complete team, right? When you look at their the balance that they have all around, there's there's star power, literally that, everywhere, other than their defense. But their defense plays really, really well. I think that I think that's a little bit harsh on their defense. Though I think their defense plays plays very well, considering potentially not have the stars as what like other teams do. But as a as a unit, they play very well. To, like against the well, the whole season they played well. I mean, I wouldn't go for as far as the whole season. No AFC team played well the whole season, but for the most part, they did. I think because you've got two superstars on offense, you've got playoff Henry, you've got playoff AJ Brown. It, I think that's going to be where a lot of the coverage is. Uh, but to beat this Bengals team, they're going to need more than that because they've got Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, and Joe Burrow, who is on fire on the other side. Well, you've clearly forgot about Julio Jones, who caught his first touchdown in their final game of the season. But Derek Henry is a menace, and I don't see this Bengals team stopping him in the fourth quarter. I don't see this Bengals team stopping them at all. I don't think their defensive line would be able to hold up against this offensive line with Derek Henry running at them for the entirety of the game. And you know Henry's healthy now. He could have returned for their last week. They decided to sit in for an extra week, give him some more rest. So you know he's going to come back. He's going to be healthy. They're going to use him. They're going to lean on him a lot. This Bengals team just aren't built, I don't think, to play against this Titans team if they, if the Titans play the game how they want to. The the Bengals are more of a finesse team. They'll beat you, you know, basically Joe Burrows throwing the ball to Jamar Chase for the game. That's how, they, that's how they'll look to win. But, but the, you know, Ryan Tannehill's got to deliver in this game. Well, you, you just mentioned Joe Burrow. 
But on the opposite side, Tannehill's got to deliver, right? Does he then? Because these are the games. All Tannehill has to do is successfully hand off the ball. No, I, no, I don't agree with that. You guys, you guys bigging up Henry, uh, some fantasy football bias there, surely. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely believe that is the case. But we've got AJ Brown. The man is disrespected. Yeah, he, he plays with Ryan Tannehill, so his numbers aren't all that. But come playoff time, he's shown it last year and has shown it off in the run-up to the playoffs that he is the passing offense. I, I, Ryan Tannehill, all he needs to do is, I know there's Julio Jones. Is he a thing anymore, though? You just need to look at AJ Brown. No, absolutely. And, and I, this, I, this, this is where Ryan Tell's got to make him pay. Well, I, I just don't think that I don't think that the Bengals have got enough to cover, like to stop Henry and also cover AJ Brown. Having having Henry back is huge for Brown. Like, don't get me wrong. If Brown was out in this game, it'd be a different story because Hem, you can take Henry out of the Titans and they can still win. You can't take AJ Brown out of the Titans and they can win. It's as simple as that. You're right. He's an integral part. But let's like, quickly talking about this Bengals team. Um, they are looking very feisty at the minute. But you have to look at the fact that they were playing against the Raiders. They went up uh, and they just didn't They didn't put their foot on the gas. They didn't put any more points on the board. And they got a look like they squeaked to win. It's not like they, they shot them down. You look at the other results last week. They were blowouts. It wasn't a blowout. They were close. I mean, yeah, beat the Raiders. Exactly. I think the, the Bengals would love a shootout game, high-scoring game. If their offense is firing, they're going to force the Titans to score at a quick pace as well. They need The Bengals need to score quick. They need to make this somehow into a shoot-off. And that's their best chance, I think, to win this match. I, I agree, uh, because there's so many different ways that the Titans can win. The Bengals need to get everyone firing. Yeah, you've got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Chase. I think you need to get those other two receivers involved. So many times, the the Jamar Chase show works, but I don't think it can work against Tennessee because, in my opinion, it might be controversial to say A.J. Brown is better than Jamar Chase. Derrick Henry is better than Joe Mixon. You need to get your other superstars going. I, I feel that's I feel that's a fair assessment, and for that reason, like absolutely, I'm going to pick the Titans to to win this game. I think they're in a better position. I think the Bengals have more to prove, and I just think the Titans are a better team. Yeah, I'm going Titans. If the Bengals can get two touchdown lead early, then I would favour them. But I think the Titans control the clock and control the game. Give me the Titans in this one. Yep, clean sweep Titans for me. Okay, now 49ers and Packers. And this is, I, I think we all know where we stand, right? The Packers should, should be in the keyword, come out and show why they were the number one seed. But this 49ers team and all their playmakers, at whatever position, they've got this team rolling and no team wants to come up against this 49ers team on form. I think my problem with the 49ers though is it goes back to what I said about the Bengals somewhat. It's like last week against the Cowboys. They got up to 17 points and then they completely took their foot off the gas. Now, against the Dak Prescott-led Cowboys team, which weren't playing particularly well, you could probably get away with that. This week, you're coming against arguably the MVP of the season, arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever grace the football field. He's going to make them pay because Rodgers, after a bye week in the playoffs, you know what you're going to get. He's going to be fireworks. This, this, you know, this 49ers team have to play well, all of their players. Uh, you know what? <laughs> What's interesting here is we've seen the, on social media all week long 
you've got Kyle Shanahan, you've got Matt LaFleur, you've had Sean McVay on the same Washington football team staff under Mike Shanahan. That's so interesting to me because LaFleur and Shanahan, they know each other really well. They're good friends. This game is going to be, you can you can envision the game already. It's going to be a very scheme heavy game. Um, and I think the 49ers are a match for any team. I think the Packers short quarterback advantage. But outside of that, I think these are very evenly matched teams. Yeah, for for me, this comes down to the quarterbacks, as, as sad as it sounds, because I would argue that the 49ers team are a better team on paper, but the quarterbacks make so much difference. And whether you have Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't trust them, like Simon, you said about the Cowboys game. You don't expect the Packers to make the type of errors that Dallas was making. And Aaron Rodgers is coming off a bye. You know, his his feet that everyone saw on, on social media will be very well rested. Um, and they are probably the favourite here. So I'm I'm going to go with Packers. But here's the thing before you all start jumping on the Packers bandwagon as well. So what the 49ers do best, probably than any most of the teams in the NFL, is that they're able to run the ball. They're able to get it to people that can run the ball. Dewey Samuel, um, the rookie whose name escapes me in a minute. Eli Mitchell. Eli Mitchell, thank you. Um, you know, even their, their fullback gets involved, whose name, again, he escapes me as well, but he's been there for a while. Um, they get you players. Should. Thank you. Uh, they get players. They, they run the ball well. This Packers defense is 30th against the run this year. So if the 49ers are going to be able to exploit a team's weakness, this is it now. This is basically their perfect game for it. That Shanahan can cook up his running game, have the pitches thrown in, have the count of plays thrown in, you know, all the pulling plays. This is going to hurt the, the Green Bay. And like you said, the defense needs to step up. They need to scheme. Um, because, you know, if the 49ers do win, it won't be through throwing the football. Saying that, though, I, I'll also hit <laughs> Green Bay. Yeah, they, they really need to manage the clock, manage how many times Rogers touches the field, and that way they can they can squeak through with with just good fundamental football. Yeah, but I, I'll pick Green Bay to win though. Yeah, I'm going to back Rogers. I'm going to back the the Green Bay Packers as well, only because of Rogers. Um, well, isn't that most reasons why Green Bay wins? But I think it's going to be a close game. I think it might be one of those thirty twenty four type games. All right, moving on to my favourite matchup of the week, LA Rams and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, just on that point, who, who are you guys most looking forward to? Which matchup? Is it Rams, Bucks or anything else? No, for, for me, it's it's the Bills, Kansas City, which we'll come on to in a minute. But that, that for me, has got to be the game of the weekend. For me, it's actually this Green Bay 49ers game. I think that's going to be one of the most fun games to watch. Or even the Bengals um, game. I'm looking forward to them playing the Titans. But yeah, I'll I'll say edge out by the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers. Controversial. Uh, but speaking of the Rams and the Bucks, they, these two teams are so evenly matched. They've they've been hot and cold. They've both got explosive offenses, defenses that can shut teams down. The Bucks they've struggled with health. They've dealt with antics off the field, which surprisingly the Rams haven't with some of their superstars. But they're still here in the playoffs. And still, both of these teams are considered powerhouses. This this Bucks team, uh, as much as like they are a powerhouse, and you know you have the Tom Brady factor, um, which also helps you. Um, they they kind of worry me in this game a little bit. 
just because um, last week against the Eagles, they gave up four sacks, which doesn't sound massively bad considering the scoreline, but it's it's not a good look for a you know a Tom Brady defensive line, especially a guy that can't move in the pocket. Um, Ryan Jensen and Tristan Wiss are dealing with ankle injuries, and they're about to go against this dominant Los Angeles Rams like pass rush. Jensen's got to hold up here, like, in my opinion. I think Wurst will deliver against Von Miller. I really do. But I think uh, he's actually Floyd, got... Floyd, wrong side. He plays Floyd. Well, I think I think he can move around. Von Miller can move around, right? Maybe he wants a second-year man. Um, but I think Ryan Jensen against Aaron Donald is going to be the big matchup. The, this game might largely depend on that matchup, right? Yeah. Uh, that's how I feel about it. If they struggled with four sacks against Philadelphia Eagles, the LA Rams should be licking their chops right now. Yeah, they, they should be looking to feast, to be quite honest. Um, and, you know, like I said, the, the thing that Brady has an advantage of, though, is Brady's smarter than most, well, pretty much all people that play American football. Um, and he is quick at getting that ball out when he needs to. It will mm. just then come down to whether or not the playmakers can get themselves into space for him to get that ball out. Uh, it'll also it'll also come in big part if uh, playoff playoff Lenny is back in the lineup. Um, they need him. They, they do because I'm I'm not being funny. Giannis Bernard and Keyshawn Vaughn they did well against the Eagles, but they're not playing the Eagles this week. Well, they did terribly against the Eagles. They averaged l- less than three point four yards a carry or three point four. Touchdowns. Yeah, touchdowns. My my worry for the Buccaneers is mainly if. Mike Evans is up against Jalen Ramsey all game long. Who's going to catch the damn ball other than Gronkowski? Tyler Johnson? Cam Bray? Really? Scotty Miller? Brashaw Perriman? OJ Howard? We've seen Brady utilise these weapons, though. Like, he doesn't need to go to his number one or number two. Like, we've seen... But uh, that's not against the Rams. Yeah, he'd be happy to spread it out. I I don't don't think that's a problem, to be honest. I I generally... Like, whenever you deal with a Tom Brady-led team having people to throw to, he's, he dealt with many years in New England, having no name receivers to throw the ball to. I, I don't think that's going to cause any issue for him in this game. Not so much, like, I think the defensive line is going to be his problem. But on, yeah. the, on the on the flip side, this Rams team, I've got concerns about them too. I don't think their offense is going to be able to to play this box defense at all. You, you're not believing the Odell hype that everyone's trying to make out <laughs> is, is back to, you know, Prime Odell? Prime Odell. No, I, I don't believe in Prime Odell. Mm, actually, I disagree. I don't think the Bucs can handle the 49... Uh, sorry, <laughs> the Bucs can handle the Rams. I think the Rams will be able to slow down the Buccaneers, but I don't think the Buccaneers can slow down. Well, Michelle, who, who looked great last game, Cam Akers looked great last game. He was against Arizona. Yeah, they were against, <clears throat> against Arizona who can't run... Def- like, haven't got a run defence. This yeah, Bucs but... team have proven that they can stuff a running back. Well, Cooper it, Cup it, wasn't even. Cooper Cup could have just uh, slept at home last week, and they would have won. Imagine when he starts getting involved, because Odell Beckham was the main star at receiver. Yeah, that's because I it's Odell know. Beckham. They're not going to use Cooper Cup anymore because Odell's there. I, I, don't call I, him a star. Don't call him a star. He's benefiting. I think this is an easy game for the Rams. Odell's, Odell's father is just sat at home with a video highlights ready to go, so they have to throw the ball to him. Well, I think his father's done a great job of being his agent right now. Got him on a great team, making a difference in playoff games. He could have been at home right now with the Cleveland Browns, no. all banged up in another saga. Do, do you know who, who's who's helped Odell the most? 
It's not his dad. It's not him. It's Cooper Cup. He's the only reason he's getting free. Odell yeah, isn't what he absolutely. wants. Absolutely. Absolutely. I disagree. The fact is, even if you double Cup, he will probably have a decent chance, at least a 50-50 on a lot of these balls. But they're creating favourable matchups for Odell, for Van Jefferson, who's, who's good in his own right. But I don't believe in everyone outside of Cup. Like, if they had Woods, maybe. Uh, but I think I feel, Brady, I feel not. I think not having Woods really hurts them, especially in this mm. game. I, ju- I just don't I don't believe that this Rams offense, um, they, they look like they struggled a little bit uh, at the end of the season. And this box defense is better than what people seem to give it credit for. No, I, I genuinely believe that. I, I don't. I, I think one-on-one Rams receivers are going to have a field day. Um, I think this is going to be a 10-point win by the Rams. That's my prediction. I don't think you can bet against Tommy B in the uh, playoffs. So, bucks for me. Bucks for me is as overuses the word underrated. Is I feel like Brady is underrated for what he <laughs> what he bring he brings in every week. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. Tell that, me, I'm lying. Underrated. The guy, the guy that's referred to as the goat is underrated. How many MVPs does he have? Not enough. MVPs aside, he's not one of How enough, many basically. Super Bowls does he have? That's the he number that matters. He can kiss all his fingers, basically, with rings. That's the numbers that matters. That's what matters. He is money in the playoffs, and that's what matters. He's the best quarterback in the NFL right now, and, and a lot of people aren't willing to acknowledge that. I, I acknowledge him. I can give him he's the best quarterback this year. I just don't think he cares about that MVP award because yeah, he cares I, about those rings. I don't know if I'd go as, as like overall of the season. I don't know, but I do think you know, game by game basis, he is potentially like he's up there, one of the best quarterbacks. As in, he is the best overall. But this season, I don't there you know. go. I would, there you go. Underrated. That's not if underrated. Anyone, if, if anyone can hear a dog barking, that is Simon's dog Polly. Yeah, Polly. Polly is going mental downstairs. I actually don't know what's going on with her, but she is. Uh, she's not happy right now. She's a very excitable dog for those listening. <laughs> well, she's an eight-month-old cockapoo. She, uh, she's very excitable. At least she's not doing it right next to my head. <laughs> Just be thankful <laughs> for that. Well, speaking of excitement, Polly is probably excited for for the Bills Chiefs. As are you guys, as am I. You've got Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And they've, they've turned it around for these two teams who have been inconsistent, but particularly the, the Bills I want to talk about first. They just walloped the Patriots who they got embarrassed by earlier on in the year. I mean, for me, I've got to ask a question to you guys. Do you think these two are the biggest gunslingers in the NFL? The best deep ball, well... Some might say Russell Wilson's rainbow passes. Some might say Aaron Rodgers' back shoulder throws. And uh, Matt Stafford's, you know, crazy balls. But Justin Herbert. For me, yeah, uh, we've seen less of it this year. But to me, these were the biggest gunslingers in the NFL. Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen. I don't think anyone can match them for pure deep ball power and cannon of arms. Do you guys I, I agree? Th- I think looking at it like that, then yeah, I think these, these you've got to see these two of the guys with the biggest arms in the NFL. They can throw the ball the furthest for sure. Like it's, it's as simple as that. Yeah, but th- it, this is the top two, definitely top five. This is a very exciting matchup, though. More than more than, than just the quarterbacks, this Chiefs offense is starting to to pick up some heat. 
obviously at the start of the season, everyone was concerned about it. All looked out of sync. It wasn't working. They weren't. They weren't running the ball well. They weren't. Mahomes was connecting with his receivers. He's now rectified that. At the end of the year, he he's shown that he's got that chemistry now with like you know those other receivers that aren't called Tyreek Hill, you know like Mikel Hardman um, with the other one Pringle. That's it. <laughs> Josh Gordon. Uh, Josh, uh, has he played? I know you like to bring him up, but has he actually played? I Let's not forget know. these two I, guys. I feel like I just need to mention it. <laughs> Let's not forget these two teams played each other earlier on in the season. When, you know, let's say face it, the Chiefs were struggling, had a negative record. The Bills looked amazing. And the Bills beat, absolutely crushed the Chiefs, 38-20, where Pat Mahomes threw two picks in 54 attempts. Josh Allen had a field day uh, with deep ball passes. He was 15-26 and with 315 yards and three touchdowns. I'm expecting a repeat of that because I think Leslie Frazier's Bills defense is going to do a tremendous job once again as has all throughout the season. And he's got a lot of head coaching uh, interviews um, speak, but he's going to probably stay in Buffalo, I feel. He's he's going to have to divide a similar game plan, I think, just eliminate Mahomes' deep balls. Well, they can pay for it. And they, they have like one of the best safety tandems in the NFL to be able to do that. I think that's what's really, like what's underrated in this Bills is this secondary is actually really good. Mm. Where you've got um, Justin Poyer and um, Mika Hart, no, Mika Hyde as the safety. Mika Hyde and George. Mika Hyde. You just yep. butcher in their name, Simon. Yeah, well, you know, it's a long, been, a long, been a long day. What can you do? Um, and then to Davies White as the cornerback, like starting cornerback. And I think Levi Wallace is playing the opposite side mm. at the minute. Yeah. And, th- you know, he's playing good football considering he was like off the street on a one year deal. He's playing good football. So, you know, this secondary is really good. And that's what is kind of a kryptonite, which sounds a bit ridiculous, but it's kind of the Chiefs' kryptonite if your secondary can play well and stop those long passes, like you said. But another layer on top of this Bills team is Devin Singletree. He's actually, I think, played more snaps percentage-wise compared to any other running back in the uh, the playoffs right now, Um, which is surprising seeing earlier on in the year he was struggling to get on the field. You had Zach Moss taking um, carries away. You had Josh Allen scrambling, and they didn't really like running. But he has, I think his rise throughout the last few weeks has been uh, sort of gone under the radar. And I think he could play a big part in in beating this Kansas City team who I I feel are more one-dimensional. For me, it's criminal that they weren't using Singletree throughout the season. Like, the fact that they've started using him in the playoffs, they basically just did a self-scout on themselves and said... This is where we're going wrong with right with the game plans. We need, to get, we need to get Singletree involved, yeah. And that's what's happened. And that's you know, it's it's bearing fruit. He's playing amazing at the minute. Last week against the Patriots, he looked incredible. And they need <laughs> if they do that again this week, it's an easy win for them, quite honestly. Well, I think like the Kansas City Chiefs have got to look at this. The Bills defense has been out without Tredavious White all season long. Can they make Tyreek Hill? And uh, and Miko Hardman and Byron Pringle and Demarcus Robinson, Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey. Can but I'm not, I'm less certain about Travis Kelsey going up those two safeties that Simon mentioned. Can they make those Bills corners pay? Not many teams have been able to. They play a lot of zone coverage, uh, you know, cover two style. But can they find those holes? Can they beat those 
uh, cornerback. You know the the pick that the Bills made last uh, last week, where you saw Michael Hyde, I believe, or was it Jordan Poyer, flying away, one of the greatest picks you'll Ma- see. Michael Hyde, yeah, Michael, Michael Hyde, been one of the best you'll ever see. The corner got deep, uh, beat deep and clean. Now we know the Chiefs have the speed, and I think the Chiefs are going to try and use that to open up the field. Maybe it opens up the inside of the field for Kelsey. They're going to try and go deep like they always do. All I know, all I know, this will be the best game. They've saved it for last, and they should do. This is going to be the most exciting game. When these two teams meet, it's always exciting. There's always fireworks. It's never boring. Uh, if, if I'm picking this game, I'm going to pick the Bills, just because after last week's demolition job of the New England Patriots, I have faith in them again. Bills are one of those teams that draw you in. I'm going Bills as well. I wouldn't say I have faith in them. I don't feel confident, but I'm picking the Bills. Just because, like we've all talked about, they've got so many more ways that they can beat you compared to the Chiefs. We are so boring. We've all picked the same teams. Like, it's game, we've all picked the same. We better not all be 0-4. Uh, That's wait, what I'm saying. Didn't, want to, didn't Sham pick the Rams? Oh, yeah, sorry. Sham picked the Rams. My bad. So maybe, maybe the mm. players aren't even close. Maybe you don't even need to watch it. We've, we've you know, <laughs> came to a consensus on who's, who's going to do it. That's it. Yeah, don't, worry, don't bother watching it now, guys. That's done. We're, you know, we've picked it. That's it. Just it's listen done. to us. We'll be gospel for you. If the well, regular season taught us anything, you cannot predict anything. Well, you can, just very poorly. <laughs> very true. All right. Uh, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'll, we'll be back after the week of games to review it and sham takes away yeah so thanks for listening guys we're now available on apple Podcasts, spotify and all of the good podcasting services so give us that five star review if you can follow us on twitter at tuh underscore podcast or email us on being qualified huddle at outlook.com peace hasta luego let's see you later in spanish <laughs>